friends. Hey, gang. Hey, people. Um, it's me, Ali Makovsky. We're here. We did it. Another week. R.I.P. to the fans who might have passed away this past week. Sorry you can't be with us this week. But for those of you who survived, who are still alive, welcome to another episode. Like I said, R.I.P. R.I.P. to the other ones who are no longer with us. Thank you for listening the past, you know, however many episodes you listened to. Sorry you can't be here for another one, but that's life, I guess. Um, speaking of death, there's a good- oh, I'm drinking liquid death. Shout out to liquid death. Um, also, there's a good chance that I might not be alive next week. I'm going on an adventure. I, um, I'm going to Catalina Island. Which might not sound dangerous. Catalina Island is a small island uh, near Los Angeles, near Long Beach. You can take a little express boat over to the island. A lot of people go there on like summer, like school trips or something. Um, Some people camp there. There's the backside of the island. A lot of people camp. Bikers bike around the mountain. I'm going to Avalon, which is the front side of the island where... I did see someone get stabbed once. I used to go there every 4th of July with my old step family. It's weird when you're talking about like step family, like my stepmom and stepsister, but they're not anymore. Like my my dad isn't with my stepmom anymore. And I'm like, she's not my ex-stepmom, but I don't know how to say former previous stepmom. But we would go there with her and her daughter, my stepsister go every 4th of July. We had a blast. There was like a whole group of people who would go. And um, yeah, one 4th of July, I saw a man who was stabbed and playing it off very cool. Um, I think he didn't want us to call the cops. I don't know if we followed his request or not. We were concerned. He was wearing a wife beater and um, definitely was stabbed. And I was a child. I didn't know how to react, but um, hopefully he's still alive. Maybe he's listening to the pod. You never know who a fan will be. You never know who's going to become a listener of the pod. But that's kind of Catalina, you know. The Wrigley's, the guy who created Wrigley's gum, I believe he has a jaw, a jaw, why, why do I do this? I was going to say giant and then large and then I said George. Uh, There's like a giant Wrigley's home there. I think there's a casino. Um, there's some restaurants. There's not much. It's a small island. But, um, yeah, so I'm gonna go there this weekend. Um, this episode will come out on Wednesday and I'm recording this, um, on Friday. So if I die, this episode hopefully will get a lot of views. And, um, I don't even know if it'll be a funny episode. So imagine my highest watched episode because I die isn't even funny. That would be more tragic perhaps but um the reason I'm concerned about this trip is I'm I'm not afraid to get stabbed I think that guy might have been uh gang affiliated somehow I don't think people just get stabbed randomly in Catalina um feel like that was an intentional stabbing but it was only one so I feel like if it was gang affiliated they would have finished the job maybe it was drug related I don't know but um I'm scared because normally when I go to Catalina, I go on the Catalina Express. It takes off from like the port of Long Beach or San Pedro. However, I'm not doing that this time. 
I am going on my cousin's boat. He has like a like a small, a modest boat. It's not like a yacht or anything. But I'm going on his boat. He's an experienced boater. He, you know, boats from San Pedro to San Diego. And he's gone to Catalina a bunch on the boat. The reason I'm concerned is because we're going at nighttime. Which apparently is normal. But also, how normal is it? Nighttime boating seems scary. And I've been watching a lot of TikTok. And I've seen some boat incidents on TikTok. So, if I make it through the night on the boat, it's only about an hour and a half boat ride. Hopefully, I get there. Is it worth it? I don't know. Should I just go to Catalina in the morning and take the express? That's the safe option. But if you know anything about me, I don't always do the safe option. I like to learn from my mistakes. I might learn from dying on this boat in my next life. And that's all I can really hope for at this point. Wow, the my guy's already done. Great. So there's a guy at the podcast studio. Um, let me let him know I'll be down in... I'll be down in about 45. Can't wait to see you. Um, so there's this guy at the podcast studio. His name's Jonas. And God bless this man. I was leaving the podcast studio last time I was here. There was this guy in the lot who's the valet. But before his valet shift starts, he'll clean cars in the lot, in the parking lot. And he has like a whole setup out of his van. He has, you know, all the sprays and the washes and the bottles and all of that. And, um, and so I asked him, I was like, how much, how much, you know, do you charge? And he only charges about $30, I think, which to me feels very fair. And I I will definitely tip him because it is 80 degrees outside right now. It's so hot. And um, and he works hard. He's a good guy. Um, but also the reason why I don't mind paying $30 for a car wash is because normally car washes are like $20 for the basic car wash. And you're just, you know, your car's just going through that little, you know tube machine and it's just kind of it's it has those things just smack in your car it's like bdsm for your kia it's just getting smacked by soaps and weird materials and this guy it's more hands-on you know he's really with your car he's touching it with his hands feels more personal and also when you go to the car wash it goes through that washer thing really quickly But then because there's so many cars at the car wash, they have to just, they do a good enough job, but they just have to do it quickly so they can get to the next car. And so, you know, your car looks good on the outside and then you go inside, it looks good. And then when you're driving away, you look in the cup holder and you're like, why is there still cheese fungus in there? I don't remember even getting that in there. And it still is in there. So I'm excited to see how Jonas does. I'm sure he did a great job. Seems like a good guy. He's a good texter, you know, when I was setting up the appointment. And he's already done. I, you know, he did it for one and a half hours. $30? Was it 30 or am I getting that wrong? Did he say 40 It was $30. I got it. Do you guys tip? Let me know in the comments below. Leave a little comment. Do you guys tip when you go to the car wash? If so, how much? Because I posted that on my Instagram story and people had a lot of opinions. 
people said they don't tip because, um, you know, that is just it, like, that's just their money or something. Or like, they only tip like five bucks. Some people tip a lot. I'm curious what the standard is. Because, you know, when you go to a restaurant, like, you tip at least, hopefully, 18%, at least. That's standard. Everyone knows when you go out to eat, you leave a tip. You know what I don't like? When people don't tip at coffee shops. I just saw that. One of my friends, I went to get coffee with him. Yeah. He didn't leave a tip. I didn't like that. It rubbed me the wrong way. Rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, it's very telling. And then, it's also it's also the same when, you know, like quick serve places, like places where you just order at the counter, you take a number, you sit down, they give your food to you, like a, not, like a sit down restaurant, just like a quick food spot. I don't like when people don't tip there. It's like, we're working just as hard, just because we're not going back and forth to your table. We're still putting in your order. We're making sure everything's right. We're packaging your order. We're bringing it to you. And also, it's not that, like, that tip goes to just the person type. Like, because here's the thing. I think people who don't work in food service think, like, oh, well, why am I going to tip someone just for pressing buttons to put in my order? It's like, no, that tip's not just going to us. It's going to the kitchen. It's going to everyone. It gets split amongst everyone if you're working at a good restaurant. And, and and if people don't tip a lot, then you're, like, making, bare, like, minimum wage, which is nothing. And then you're walking away with, like, $2. That feels... That's degrading. I'd rather get zero tips than, like, $2. That just feels... It's like, why did I wait after work to collect my tips for $2 and, like, a nickel? Um, so, yeah, I think tipping is essential. I try and tip for most things. There's a couple things that I don't necessarily feel the need to tip for like I used to not tip for massages because here's the thing though because I was getting massages a while ago on my parents health insurance so it wasn't like I was just going somewhere like to a massage place and getting massage it was like I was going to like the chiropractor's office that offered massages so I'm like they're getting they're getting paid whether they have no clients that day or they do. You know, they're they're getting paid at the, you know, they're on the office's dime or whatever. You know, they work for a company. So that's something that I didn't used to tip for. But then as I got older, I was like, well, if I tip for getting my nails done, why wouldn't I tip for getting a massage? But with massages, what do you... I'm also curious. Break down all the tips in the comments. I am very curious, and I do read the comments on the videos. How much do you think is a fair enough tip for a massage? Because it's like... The massage, say it's $65 for an hour massage. And it's a good massage. How much do you... How Would you just do 20% automatically? What's 20% of $65? That's what, about $12, $15, something like that? 12 to 15? Yeah. You know how I do math? Like, for tipping? Because I don't... I'm not good with math and numbers and stuff. If it's $60, I just multiply the first number. 6 times 2, 12... And then I say, you know, then I base it off of 12 and normally just go up from that. Like, me and my boyfriend just got a massage, a little couple's massage, which I, um, 
the first time we got a couple's massage, I was a little bit nervous. I was like, is he going to get a hand job right in front of me? But then the second time we got a couple's massage, I was like, I don't think I'd mind if you got a little hand job. If she was, if she, but that's the thing. This is where it gets kind of fucked up. If she was an ugly, ugly lady giving you a, a, a happy ending, I'd be fine with that. If she looks smoking hot, I'd be a little bit pissed. Yeah. Yeah, my boyfriend said after the massage that he got a happy ending. I don't believe it. I was in the room. It was dead. S Who gets a happy ending like this? You have to at least be like, like you have to like quietly. I would hear that. We were right next to each other and they gave a great massage. We ended up tipping what? $20 each. Yeah. They got in there. This girl was on top of me. She was like doing handstands on my back. She was twisting my legs around in positions I didn't even know they could go. I'm pretty sure she saw my vagina at least five times because the blanket moves around and she was moving me all around. I got stretched, which normally I don't like. And I kind of told her at the beginning, I was like, I just want a relaxing massage. No acrobatics, please. But she did it. And I was like, I see why you just did it. I see why you broke the consent. It was worth it. It was so nice. What else did she do that got me going? No, oh, I was nervous because at the beginning of the massage, she was chatting. And that's something that I also don't like. If I'm getting a massage, I'm going there to relax. And this was interesting, something that me and boyfriend uh, had different opinions on. I like to relax when I'm in a massage. If I fall asleep during the massage, that means the massage was perfect. I was so at ease, so relaxed that I was able to fall asleep and still get my back worked on without even knowing it. And my boyfriend said that he would not want to fall asleep during a massage because then that's like a waste of money, which I find to be ridiculous because your back is still getting worked on. The massage isn't about being awake and feeling it. The massage is about being relaxed, working through those knots. I'd much rather be asleep. I love when I'm drooling, but I had to wear the only time I didn't like drooling during a massage is when they made me wear the face mask when my face was down in the hole. I don't mind wearing the mask when I flip over and you know, I'm up to, I'm looking at God. And, uh, but when my face was down, I was, it was such a good massage, but I was, and I was drooling, which I love because it was so good, but it all collected in the mask. And that's when I realized masks were so powerful because none of the drool got out. It was a full pool of drool in my mask. And then I took it off. I was like, can I get another mask? It was soaking wet. Ugh. but yeah. So now I give, now I give tips for massages. I, I give tips for most things. I think that's the polite thing to do. And if you give a small tip, I, the only time I think giving a small tip is fine is if you don't have a lot of money. I don't have that much money, but I have enough money to leave a good tip and feel happy about it. It's more about me. I mean, everything I do is about me. I leave a tip because it makes me feel good. I don't care what they use that tip on. It's like the same thing with, you know, homeless people. We have to, we call them houseless now. I mean, literally, what is the difference between saying someone's homeless and houseless? Because the home is where your heart is. It, like, literally, how is houseless more woke? They're the exact same thing. I just thought about that. I don't mind calling it whatever is the approach, but I don't think there's people who are on the street without a job, without a home being like, don't say homeless. I'm houseless. 
It's like, bitch, I'm houseless. I have an apartment. Can I? <laughs> I'm going right wing on this episode. I'm not, but sometimes I feel like because I say certain things that aren't the most woke that I'm like, I feel like all of a sudden I'm becoming right wing by not saying houseless. That's why I think people don't like society. Even, I feel like even most like liberal people are fed up with it because everyone feels like they can't say the wrong, well that now this is coming off bad. But I feel like it's such a fine line to cross where it's like, I, I, that's, here's what I'm trying to say. I feel like me saying, you know, I'm, I don't care that much. I'll call houseless people houseless. I don't care. Whatever. But if I say, like, why is that? And if someone wants to explain it to me, I'm 100% open to listening. I think that's the difference. I think people, no matter what side you're on, liberal, conservative, whatever the fuck, if your mind is closed and you don't want to hear people's opinions and why someone else thinks differently, you're the bad person. Because me saying, I think, yes, God, nothing I say ever makes sense. But I think that's why people feel uncomfortable nowadays by, you know, saying certain things like me saying homeless or houseless. What's the difference? Because if you're like one of those super hardcore, like woke people, you're like, you should know whatever. Not everyone, but, you know, there's the extremes. There's always the extremes. But I truly don't think that houseless people are really worried about... I guess homeless just has, like, a bad connotation and people disregard homeless people as actual people. So I think the new branding of houseless makes it more maybe human, but it's like... <sighs> anyway... The reason I give to houseless people is because it makes me feel good. You, right? Like, you're not allowed to be like, oh, it makes me feel good. You have to be like, you know, I just really want to give back. And it's like, yeah, I want to give back because it makes me feel good. I don't care what they spend it on. They can spend it on drugs. That makes them feel good. I don't get to control what they spend the money on. That's why people are like, oh, I don't give, you know homeless people money because they're going to use it on drugs it's like yeah what what do you want them open up a bank account with the two dollars you just gave them you want them to start saving you want them to work their way up to getting a house it's not gonna happen buddy oh i'm on one today Whoo! but yeah yep why did i bring oh tipping Tipping, spending money. Always tip your baristas. Yeah, I try and always tip. Celebrities, that's what sucks about being... Like, if you're a celebrity, if you're a famous person, you have to leave an insane tip. You have to. Because everyone at work is going to talk about it. Oh, Jennifer Lopez was at work. Like, like, could you... Like, it's normal to leave a 20% tip. Like, imagine... Jennifer Lopez going to Applebee's and leaving a 20% tip. You'd be like, what the fuck, bitch? You're Jenny from the block. Like, she has to tip 100%. Like, 50% at least. You don't get to just be Jennifer Lopez and tip the regular amount. I guess it makes sense. She has so much money. It's like, why wouldn't you just tip more? But it's like if she... Well, I guess she's also not going to be receiving the same service at Applebee's as I would. So they're putting more work into making her happier. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. 
But yeah, why did I bring up tipping? I was talking about getting a massage. I was talking about. You were saying how you didn't. You used to not tip. I used to not. Oh, I used to not tip for massages. But why did I even bring that up? I don't even. I don't know. Korean. I don't know. If you guys have listened to Opa Gangnam Style recently by incredible Korean artist, singer, musician, Psy, PSY. I love that song. If I'm ever feeling sad, put on Opa, Opa Gangnam Style and man, your day will drastically improve. But I realized singing that song, because I did try and learn all of the words when the song came out to impress people. No one's ever been impressed by someone trying to sing a Korean song. Now that BTS is so popular, thanks to Psy for paving the way. I'm sure it is more. But, like, even I feel like the girls who are, like, big fans of BTS, like, if they were at school and they started singing Korean songs, like, in Korean, I don't think anyone would be like, nice, you should come to my birthday party. I imagine that life is kind of hard. Not saying that they deserve that, but from my experience in high school, I wouldn't consider that kind of person and necessarily be the most popular. Good for you if you are. But, um, yeah, I thought that that was going to be really cool, like, because that song played so much. I mean, it broke the record when it came out for being, like, the most plays on YouTube. And so, you know, I watched it so often that I I didn't know what I was saying, but I knew kind of the the way I was supposed to say some things. So, you know, I got back into my sci phase again, listening to Opa Gangnam Style a lot. And I realized that when I'm singing that song, it sounds like I'm doing a Christopher Walken impression. I don't know. Korean, I don't know. I mean, now I'm not doing it good, and I get really uncomfortable when I try and do impressions in front of people. But um, if you just listen to the song and you try and sing it yourself, you'll kind of get... I also realized E-40. When I try and sound like E-40, I sound like Christopher Walken. Oh, tell me where to go. Tell me where to go. Did you, you guys see what I mean? You didn't need to laugh. That was really embarrassing, but... <laughs> Remember being a kid and just beating yourself up when you were angry about something? So stupid. Do you guys ever hit your head into a wall a couple times? God, everyone hates me. Anyone else? Um, yep. What uh we didn't tip when we went horseback riding. That's a service. Yeah, we didn't tip. We should have tipped. Yeah. We took a shuttle when we were in Aspen for my sister's wedding. We took shuttles every day from the hotel. Like, the hotel provides shuttles. We didn't tip for that either. And we were taking shuttles on the rag. We did not tip once. They did expect us to, yeah. Yeah, you know, we got some learning to do. We got some growing. It's also, like, hard, though, now because there's certain things that... Like the horseback riding, we would have had to tip in cash. The shuttle, we would have had to tip in cash. We did have time, to be fair, though, to pull cash. 100%. But we did not. Yeah, I'm a terrible person. I am a bad person. It is so messed up about, you know, the houselessness. Houselessness in Los Angeles, in Texas, in New York, everywhere. It's big in Arizona. It's like, what are we supposed to do? 
You know, like what's the solution to that? Because it seems like no one wants to find one. And that is the messed up thing about, you know, homeless people is everyone's just like, oh, they're junkies. They're, you know, they're doomed. But I don't know. Korean, not a no. Baby, baby, not a more. I don't know. Do you remember the Harlem Shake? That was also so popular. Man, what a what a time for just hit songs on YouTube from random people. The Harlem Shake. Every school. If you're like 27 or younger, every school did like a video. We used to have jerk competitions, like school jerk squads, which sounds inappropriate if you don't know what I'm talking about, but you know the song, it's like, you're a jerk, I know, you're a jerk, I know. And you would do that like backwards, like running man type of thing. We had like school rival rivalries with other jerkers from other schools. Can't wait to tell my kids about that, my grandkids. Back in my day, we would do jerk competitions on other school's campuses. We'd steal their mascots and jerk. This sounds so inappropriate. Why'd they call it the jerk? It's so naughty. Now there's the sneeze. Do you know the sneeze? I gotta work on it. I could probably do it. There's also the three-step on um on TikTok that's blowing up right now. That one's really cool. Is that what it's called? The three-step? Man. I have so much confidence that when I watch those videos, I go, I can do that. With the three-step, I kind of did. I had only watched the videos and then I told you, I was like, I can do that. And then I stood up and I kind of did it. It wasn't terrible. I did it. Um, guys, quick shout out. Just want to do a little, uh, little shout out to my sponsor today, Parade. You guys know I love Parade underwear. One of my favorite undies. Honestly, my only favorite undies. I still have a couple hanger honors. I have a couple of my, uh... I have a couple of my, like, stale middle school underwear that say the day on them. Wednesday's underwear. But the Wednesday's all faded out because I've flicked my bean in them so many times that it's just raw. The END is just completely blank. It says West Day. <laughs> anyway, Prey just sent me even more underwear. I didn't ask. I didn't ask them to. They sent me more. And I already used my promo. Maybe they saw that I used my own promo code to buy more underwear for myself. And they were rewarding me for spending my own money. But they sent me more. And let me tell you, I'm so glad because I packed underwear for my trip. And I was wearing one of my old, my old, not to mention any other underwear brands. But I was wearing my old MeUndies undies because I ran out of my parade ones on the road. Didn't do enough laundry. And I was wearing the old MeUndies that are ripping apart at the seams. They're busted up. After like two weeks of wearing them, I swear to God. I don't want to talk shit about other underwear brands, but Pride changed my life. So I'm wearing my little, my old raggedy underwear thong. And when I took them off, I slept in them. I don't know if you guys, maybe I'm being disgusting. Oh, this is something else I want to talk about. Let me just get through this ad really quick. Jesus Christ. I, it like, it like paper cutted my butthole crease at the top. Like the top part of where the crack is. My underwears were so, 
high up or something. Maybe I was just giving myself wedgies all night, but it almost feels like a like a paper cut scab. Like it's all like the skin up there is irritated. Parade's not going to do that to your butthole. Take care of your butthole. Use the Parade underwear. I, I made my boyfriend get into a pair that I thought were cute because they have those like nice little cheeky ones with the mesh on the sides. Cute design. So I made my boyfriend put it on. Honestly, it looked good on him. I could see all his junk. I didn't have a problem with it. His butt looked great in him. He has a photo of it on his phone because I took photos of his butt in the Parade underwear. And he was showing his brother photos from something. And he accidentally scrolled past him wearing my underwear. And his brother really was concerned for a moment. But you can't deny his butt looks good in those underwear. Anyway, if you want to treat your butthole and your in whatever other body parts you have down there, if you want to be looking good, feeling good, most importantly, go to yourparade.com slash Allie Mac. Y-O-U-R Parade dot com slash a-l-i-m-a-c and they will give you 20% off a purchase of $40 or more and if you don't spend more than $40 you'll get free shipping I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure because I just looked at their website and I was looking at only one item and it said free shipping so whatever use my code Look at all their underwear. They just sent me this cute little, like, bralette thing. I wore it as a sports bra today when I went to the gym because I'm working on my fitness. And it was, like, a one-shoulder thing, and it looked so cute. And I go to a gym in West Hollywood where everyone there is hot, and I took my shirt off, showed them the sports bra. I was the hottest one in there at that moment. So go to yourparade.com slash Mac to apply their exclusive discount to my listeners. 20% off orders of $40 or more. Yeah, I love it. I, um, I, what was I saying before? Oh, wait, why was I talking about, I was going off on a tangent and I said, let me just finish this. So you're being disgusting. Oh, I was being disgusting. Oh, yeah. So I think maybe part of the reason why my underwear chafed my butthole was because if I wear my underwear during the day and I'm not making too many messes down there. You know, it's a it's a dry day down there. Then I'll wear my underwear at night to bed. And then I'll change them in the morning. Is that gross? Is that disgusting? And the reason I bring this up is because... Um, is because I think some people would say that they showered every night. And so they, you know... If I was showering at night after a day, I would obviously take off my underwear, get a new pair, go to bed in the new pair, or I just wouldn't wear undies at all. I just go to bed with a clean, clean cooch. Um, but everyone was freaking out this week because Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher allegedly said that they don't shower every day and everyone's losing their goddamn mind. They're like, what monsters don't shower every day? And it's like, what are you doing every day that you need to fucking wash your entire body off for? Are you committing murders every day? You need to get crime scene evidence off of your body. Why do you need to shower every day? I find that to be disgusting and repulsive. I think it's extremely unnecessary and I don't think it's a big deal. And then people were, like, really trying to investigate this, like, not understanding how Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher couldn't possibly shower every day. They're like, oh, they're probably lying and just saying it because 
They want to appear as though they're not using a lot of water because of climate change. I'm like, no, maybe they just don't need a freaking shower every day. They're not, they're not working in the fields. They're not sweating at a chicken wings job, you know? They're, they're taking business calls. They're raising their kids. They're living the good life. They don't need to shower every day. I, controversial opinion, find it to be extremely unhealthy and disgusting to shower every day. Because guess what? Your body's producing these natural oils, these natural things. And you're going to tell God he doesn't know what to do and that you trust Irish Spring more than Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior? You have more faith in Irish Spring than God himself, herself, themselves. You don't need to shower every day. Like today, I showered last night because I was in Boston and I didn't, I showered once when I was out there. I was there for what, three days, four days? Showered once. I showered right before I went. I showered during the trip and then I showered when I got home. So I showered last night or was it two nights ago? Last night? I showered last night. And so I'm good, you know? I'm thinking I'm good, but then I went to work out today because I'm trying to be all toned and healthy. And I've been eating good, too. I've been trying not to eat as much sugar. I'm not, like, following any sort of plan, but, like, I have a general idea of what's good for me. I'm trying to cut back. You know what happened? I went out to eat with my boyfriend and his mom and his brother. We went to a pizza place. I literally ate everyone's food. Everyone had like two slices, maybe three. What did I eat? Like five slices of pizza. And then I had a side of meatballs. I was like scooping all the crust in the sauce from the meatballs. Ate a salad too. And I was embarrassed. I'm not going to lie. I'm not like, I'm not really embarrassed about food stuff. I like eating. That's my thing. Love to eat. But that was when I was like, you know what? I didn't need all of that. I was so full after but I'm just, I'm addicted. So I'm trying to eat less, smaller portion sizes and I'm eating healthy stuff. I made, not that this is the most healthy, but it's better than me eating pizza at a restaurant. I got tuna. I made myself a little tuna salad, put it on a little whole wheat, whole grain, like English muffin. Cause I'm still going to eat bread. I'm not going to fucking suffer and starve myself, but I made the tuna myself which I feel like is pretty good. There's protein, you know, whatever. Then I had it on the bread, put a little cheese, you know, made a little tuna melt. And it was so yummy. Put some avocado on there. So good. And then I made myself a little quinoa salad. Qu cooked up some quinoa. Never done that before. Cooked up some quinoa, put some avocados in there, chopped up some veggies, put a little homemade salad dressing. Yeah, that's right. Zero sugar. Homemade salad dressing. Mm-hmm. I've been eating that for like a week. I don't know if I'm skinnier yet, but I went to my workout this morning and I sweat my whole asshole off. I was dripping. I was dying. So when I got home, obviously I rinsed off. I rinsed off my body. I rubbed under my armpits. Did I use soap? I don't think so. I didn't need to. I just showered last night with soap. I did a good shower with soap. So all I need to do is just rinse off the sweat. Whatever, you might say I'm disgusting. You might say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. And that was from John Lennon who got shot. So anyway, whatever. If you think I'm disgusting, you can go beep yourself. I'm clean enough for me. I'm clean enough 
I feel good about my cleanliness. I brush my teeth every day. At least once. Maybe not at night. Sometimes I get tired. But I have great teeth. They're white. They're big. They're beautiful. BBWs. Big, beautiful, white teeth. Right? Babe. But yeah, I just thought it was so funny that everyone was freaking out that they don't shower every day. It's like, what do you think that they're doing? Fucking working on a farm? Bathing pigs? Like, they don't need to shower every day. If you're going on runs every day, yeah, I get it. You gotta rinse off. But this is a fact. 100% no cap. Someone got mad at me in the DMs for saying cap. It was, it was, um... whatever yeah um but this is a hundred percent the truth stop washing your hair every day it's bad see and that's the thing hairstylists will tell you that they say don't wash your hair every day because your hair needs to produce its natural oils when you wash it every day you're stripping them of that so when you stop washing your hair your hair is going to be a lot greasier because it's overproducing oil that you're stripping from it so let it be oily, let it go through an oily phase, but then wash it like once or twice a week. Put in some baby powder if it's getting a little greasy and oily. You don't need to wash it that much, it's bad. But then, if that's true, if that's a fact and hairstylists are saying that, you can get your hair wet, but you don't need to shampoo and condition it. Then why isn't that the same for our bodies? I have hair all over my body. Yes. I. Am. Right. Ugh, feels good to be right, you know? Feels good to just say it and own it and live my truth, follow my journey. I was in Boston and I did some shows. I was annoyed. Anyone who is coming out to see me in Washington, D.C., I am so sorry because this shit is getting annoying. So I got booked to do the Comedy Loft in Washington, D.C., and I'm very excited to go there. But obviously it got postponed initially due to COVID and then it got postponed another time because they needed to like redo something with their ventilation system to make it more safe due to COVID. And apparently there was some sort of miscommunication. I don't know whose end it was on, but the miscommunication, they didn't confirm the new date that I was promoting, which was supposed to be right after Boston. That's why I was going to Boston. I booked Boston on my own. I was doing some bar shows. I love the bar, the White Bull Tavern. It's very fun. They do really good comedy shows there. So if you're in Boston, go see a show at the White Bull Tavern. Um, but that's it. Boston so far. It's like a five and a half, six hour plane ride. So I was like, oh, this way, like, I'll book my own show in Boston. I'll get to, like, work on my set at the bar shows and then go to Washington, D.C. from there and make the most of my time out on that side of the country. And it got freaking like now I have another new date. So if you're going to the Washington show, I can't wait to see you. There's so much anticipation, so much sexual energy and tension going into it. But I'm looking forward to Washington, D.C. Bummed I didn't get to go on this trip, but Boston was so fun. And it was crazy because I was there right before COVID happened, right before like the lockdowns or anything, when people were still like not quite sure what was going to happen or what it was. And I was there and I had such a good time. Bernie Sanders did a rally at the park. So I randomly 
Saw Burn Dog in Boston. That was wild. Right before COVID, saw Bernie. He was doing a little rally thing. Um, but Boston's great. I um, The people at the shows were incredible. The Pierce family came out. Shout out to the Pierce family. Three sisters, their mom. So cute. They reminded me so much of me and my sisters. They're all like... The mom really took her time popping them out. She like let her let her coochie recoup and then get back to work. Because they were at least like, I think like 10 years apart each. That's got to be the right way to do it. That feels nice. I don't know. Then you have the oldest one to watch the other one. It kind of is like a MLM type of business. You know, like a pyramid scheme. You just hire one child and then all of a sudden you got two more taken care of. You don't even need to be there. And the mom was so cool. And this, they drove, they freaking drove to see me do a bar show in Boston. Four and a half hours. They all came to see me and it was, they were so nice. I love them to pieces. And everyone who came to the shows was so freaking cool. It's so crazy that people come to see me perform. Like I, like, I understand, but I also am just, it's just nice, you know? I'm a, I'm a dumb little bitch, and you guys, I guess, are too. And I love that about you, and me, and us. But the Boston shows were good, I had a wild time. I was being a goofy little girl, saying crazy shit on stage. Um, did karaoke after the last show. Oh, I killed it. There's going to be a video of it coming out. I filmed. There's this guy, Dustin Sussman. He does these videos on YouTube. He makes, like, documentaries, all this stuff. And he makes this thing. You can look it up. It's called Comic Routines. He did one with William Montgomery that's so funny. Um, so check it out. It's very funny, but he did one for me while I was in Boston. So he did a little interview, followed me around, went to my shows. So I might be putting out some stand-up clips from those shows. We'll see. Stay tuned. I always say I'm going to do something and then it doesn't really happen. But, um, I, this one will. Probably. I'll at least have one clip from this. One stand-up clip. I don't know how much of it I want to use because some of the material I want to keep with me and hold on to for now. Some of it I'm happy to just put out online and say, do what you want with this. But, um, yeah, it was a great time. What else happened when I was there? Oh, I'll close out with this. So before I went to Boston, you might have seen this on my Instagram story, but, um, hold on. My throat is so parched. I'm not used to talking this much. Like, when I talk to people regularly, I'm more of just a listener. If I'm feeling silly and I'm in a good mood, I'll be I'll be chatting it up. But then I pause, listen to them. This much talking, really, my throat is just dry as hell. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's the stuff. Okay. So, before I go to Boston... This is what I do when I go to the airport, when I'm leaving Los Angeles, I'll drive to this neighborhood near LAX. It's by LMU, which is a college, and it's about 10, 12 minutes away from the airport. 
And so to avoid paying $100 to take a lift to the airport and maybe have to smell someone's BO or talk to someone at 6 in the morning, I can just drive myself to almost the airport, get a taxi or a lift from where I parked. It's a residential neighborhood. It's quiet. The streets are very empty. Everyone has their own driveway. So it's not one of those things where I'm like taking someone's spot. It's just a pretty quiet neighborhood. I park there. I get a lift and then I go to the airport for about $12, maybe 30 at most if it's busy. And then, um, and then I fly and I come home, I get a taxi from the airport and then I get to my car and I get to drive myself home. I don't have to talk to someone after a long trip. I just get to like get on the road and go home and sleep. And so I park in the same area, the same street where I normally park. And I get out of the car with my suitcase and this woman's taking photos of me and my car and my bags, all of that from her house. She's like kind of across the street and like a couple houses down. And I'm like looking at her thinking she's going to say something to me because obviously I know she's taking photos because she doesn't want me parking on her street. But there's no street signs on her street. There's nowhere that says I can't park there. There's no Tuesday street sweeping, yada, yada. So obviously if she's taking photos, she has a problem with it. So I'm looking at her, expecting her to, like, say something to me. And I'm like, do you have a problem? She must not have heard me or she didn't want any smoke. But it's like, if you're going to step outside of your house, stay on your lawn and take photos of me, like, like you can either, you can, you can handle this two ways. You can either go inside of your home where I don't see you and take photos of me behind my back and you can keep that to yourself Or you can just say, hey, can you move your car? I'm going to take photos of it so that way I can tell, you know, whoever I'm going to tell about your car being parked here. But she doesn't say a word. She's just standing on her lawn taking photos of my car. So my lift gets there. I go up to the lift driver. The lady starts taking videos of me. And I can tell because before she was just taking like a photo, taking a photo. This time she's, you know, doing all angles. And so I'm like looking at her. She still doesn't say anything to me. So I tell the Lyft driver, I'm like, hey, do you mind just pulling around the corner? I'm going to move my car because I think this lady has a problem with me parking here. She's like, yeah, that lady sounds psycho, but sure, I'll do that. So as I'm walking away from her car, I try and get a little bit closer to the lady. And I'm like, hey, do you have like, what's going on? Do you have a problem? Like, is everything good? What's happening? And she's like, you can't park there. I'm going to report your car. Like, you have 72 hours to move your car. After 72 hours, like, you're going to get it towed. I'm going to get it impounded or whatever. So I'm like, this this lady is actually insane. Like, that's not real. She just made that up. So then I move my car. I'm like, okay, I'm going to move my car. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great day. I'm going to move my car. Thank you. Thank you for your service. I really appreciate that. So I move my car and I'm like looking at the parking laws in California and she was correct. She was 100% correct. If you're parked somewhere without moving your car, after 72 hours it could be considered um, abandoned or unlawful. So she was 100% right. She could report my car, whatever. But the problem is like why not just say that to me when you see my car parked? Because obviously if you're filming, like, I'm not just going to be, like, posing for your photos. Like, did you, like, what did she want to happen? Oh, it made me so angry. 
It made me so angry. And like I get like I never try and just like be mean to someone or like I always try and like consider something from someone else's perspective. I was trying to think I'm like would I be annoyed if I lived there and someone random parked on my street? And it's like a part of me would be like yeah I'd be kind of annoyed because it's not their street and like just park like figure something else out. But at the same time, it's also like I'm not going to go out of my way to like report them unless I see their car always pulling up there for like long trips. I'm normally gone two nights, three nights at most. And this street also isn't a busy street. It's not like people are struggling to find parking in this area. There's ample spots available on the street. Everyone also has their own driveway. So part of me is like yeah I get where she's coming from but also it's like just be a like you're a grown ass adult woman and you're gonna take photos of me without saying a word I don't know Korean not a no baby baby not a more I don't know I don't know I don't know because I'm like thinking like if I actually got upset to that point would I tell someone, would I go up to someone I don't know and say, hey, move your car? Or would I also be passive, aggressive about it? I honestly feel like I'd also be like somewhat of a Karen about it. But I'd like to think that I'd have balls and just say, hey, get off my fucking street. But I posted on my Instagram story. A lot of people sounded off. They put their opinions on there. And now I know that there's places, there's like parking lots that you can park in outside of LAX and get a shuttle straight to LAX from. And it's cheaper. It's like 12 or $16 a night. So I might just have to do that. It might be better. And yeah, when I did pick up my car, when I got back home, I did slowly drive by her house and sit in front of it for a second, hoping that she'd come out and I'd be able to ask her why she's so bored. But she didn't. She didn't come out. Anyway. That's enough from me. Um, go to AllieMikofsky.com slash shows. Go to YourParade.com slash AllieMac for the hookup on all your underwear and bralette needs. Go to my Patreon if you want to do a monthly Zoom. You can join the top tier Patreon. Patreon.com and then search Allie Mikofsky. What else? I still have a couple t-shirts left on my website. Um, so if you still want to get an Ally Mac is Alive in Hollywood t-shirt, um, go to my website, AllieMikofsky.com. And besides that, hope I don't get killed this weekend. Hope I'll see you next week. And I hope you guys stay safe. Have fun. Take care of yourself. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.